This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's almost Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I do. I I love the food. I love getting together with my family. I love seeing people in my family that I haven't seen. I love being surrounded by all the Ghanaian food. I love eating, so obviously I love Thanksgiving. But there's an aspect of Thanksgiving that I always found difficult, and it was Friendsgiving. (laughs) Friendsgiving. I've been on Instagram all day, which is a prime factor as to my sadness, but I don't know what else to do when I'm, like, alone. So I'm sure you guys are tired of me complaining about Instagram and Instagram making me sad, but I just genuinely don't know what else to do because it's not a bad app. It just makes me sad for some reason. I think I'm, as humans, we're not supposed to be seeing what other people are doing every second of the day. And I am posting what I'm doing every second of the day. So I'm obviously going to be watching what other people are doing because I'm interested. And all I'm seeing right now is Friendsgivings because this is like, this weekend is the prime time to have a Friendsgiving. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. And, you know, during thanks Thanksgiving, you're going to be with your family. So if there was any time to get together with your friends, it would be this weekend with Friendsgiving. Now, the reason Friendsgiving have always been so hard for me is because I've never been invited to a Friendsgiving. I went to one Friendsgiving that I was invited to, but it was um, because it was a church <laughs> Friendsgiving. It was just my church, you know, getting together. I think an invite was obligatory. So other than that, I've never been to a Friendsgiving. And it's because I don't think I've ever have it had a big group of friends. And the word friend or friends or friendship is a very sore subject for me. It's very touchy for me for some reason because it's always been a weird thing for me. It's a big source of insecurity and it makes me question myself a lot as well because I just don't know if I'm the problem, you know? Am I the problem? (laughs) I've never been invited to a Friendsgiving, so this whole day I've just been sad because all I've been seeing are Friendsgivings and I'm just home in bed 
I was with my boyfriend earlier. That was fun. I mean, he didn't get invited to a Friendsgiving either, I don't think. But he doesn't care. And that's the thing with him more with guys, I think. I feel like guys just don't care about stuff like that. But I do. I care. Just seeing, like, a group of friends together celebrating something, it always makes me a bit sad. I think it's because I never felt like in. I never felt safe and comfortable within, like, a friend group. I'm very great with, like, one-on-one friendships, but I never felt safe and secure. I never felt in. I never felt fully accepted (laughs) in a friend group. Maybe some of that has to just do with my mind I don't know if I'm the one like creating these scenarios in my head and it's manifesting out loud or out in the physical world and if you think that you're not accepted naturally you're going to act like you're not accepted and then it might be hard for them to accept you because you're acting unacceptable (laughs) if that makes sense so I normally want to offer like solutions to everything that I talk about on this podcast, I want to be like, you know, here's what's going on. Here's how to deal with it. But in this episode, I think I just want to talk. I think I just want to talk about this because I haven't talked about it in on a podcast episode before. And I feel like it's a big part of me, of how I think, behave, approach people. And it's just a big wound in me for some reason so the topic today is friendships or my lack thereof and I want to say this lightly because I have friends I do but it's weird right now I'm in a weird time where it feels like I don't have any and it sucks and it feels like the worst I just I'm so lonely all the time and when I'm alone I get so sad because I'm like, dang, I'm lonely. (laughs) But I'm trying to accept my own company. I feel like my mentality for so long has been that there is power in solitude. (laughs) And I'm literally crying. (laughs) Why am I crying? Okay. I've always thought that there was like you know there's power in solitude and being by yourself and learning how to love yourself and just make yourself happy and just like be by your lonely you know what I mean there's a bit of power in learning how to do things on your own going out alone getting a table for one that's my favorite thing in the world is getting a table for one and just sitting there in a crowded restaurant by myself eating I find a lot of joy in it but I think I have developed that mindset as like a coping mechanism like a coping mechanism to cope with how lonely I always feel it's not even that I I'm never around people I feel like I've been around people for a long time I've been around people that I would consider my friends but I always felt lonely like I was just like alone you know what I mean and I think this is where the touchy subject with friendships or friendship groups begin is because I always feel like okay even though I'm in this group chat 
and even though I'm with these people, I still feel lonely. And I don't really know what to do to combat that. Like, the other day, Lucas asked me, when was the last time I felt like I was in a friendship group? The only time I genuinely felt like I was in a group of friends and I, you know, my, like, I was accepted and felt loved and, like, that, like, my opinions mattered and all these things was when I was 11. <laughs> Literally, that was the only time I could remember it. And that's when I told him, I said, I genuinely feel like the only time I felt safe and valued in a friendship or friendship group, I guess the topic right now is groups. Let's talk about groups first, and then we can talk about individual friendships later down the line. So the last time I felt like I was genuinely in a friendship group was when I was 11. It was back in Ghana. And, you know, one day out of the blue, my mom is like, you're going to America next Wednesday. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, lit. This is everything I've always dreamed of. I've been waiting for this day. I can't believe this is happening. So I up and leave. I up and leave. And that's the last time I heard of them, of that friendship group that I was in. We were like maybe a group of four or five girls maybe. We would hang out all the time. We lived in the same neighborhood, go over each other's house all the time, eat, cook, um, <laughs> you know, go to parties. I don't know what we were doing, but somehow, like in Ghana, 11 or 10 years old, you're so grown. Like, I'm thinking about what I did <laughs> with my friends at 10 and 11. And you cannot do that here in America. Like, here in America, that's a child, that's a baby, basically. But I was grown. We were cooking. We were going out to restaurants and, like, parties. And, (laughs) like, I mean, we're still playing games, but we were kind of doing some grown-up things. And it was fun. It was, like, a girl group. It It was fun. It was sisterhood. It was, you just, I just felt the unity. You know what I mean? I felt the unity that like we were one and there was not one without the other. There was no like backbiting or talking behind anybody's back or like shadiness. Yeah. Like we were 11 and 10 and (laughs) things would come up and there'd be drama, but it was always resolved. We were, it was so beautiful when I think about it and I up and moved to America. And I think, I think the disconnect is me moving because one I lost my friends and I had to make all new ones again but it's not even the aspect of me like making new friends because I I I feel like I'm a pretty open friendly person so I like to make friends I like to talk to different people I'm not closed off but Moving to America um, in middle school altered my brain chemistry. (laughs) Um, I think it was the most alienating experience of my entire life. (laughs) 
and anyone who has like migrated will understand if especially if you're coming from like Ghana or Nigeria or just any other African country just any other country um at a young age like 11 or 12 everybody makes it apparent how different you are but you can't hide it you can't merge you know everywhere you go it is apparent that you're different and you're from somewhere else. And the thing about the town that I lived in, nobody wanted to be near me. They were all fascinated with me. They were fascinated with my accent, with Africa, with how dark I was or skinny. Like, it was just a lot of fascination, you know. Did you ride elephants to school and did you walk with no shoes are you finally happy that you can have food now like stupid questions like that but it was just fascination that was it nobody was interested in trying to befriend me right and that theme kind of lasted all throughout middle school where, like, I just didn't have friends. Like, everywhere I went, it felt like I was a burden, you know? I was just burdened. People were burdened with my presence. Nobody would care if I wasn't there. Nobody would notice if I wasn't there. Um, Nobody asked me for my input. Like, I would say things, nobody would respond. People would be inviting people to things, birthday parties, sleepovers right in front of me with no invite. Like, it was a pretty consistent theme in middle school. And I remember I there was this one girl who was assigned to, like, showing me around the school because she was also Kenyan. <laughs> um, so I guess they just paired her up with me. And, you know, after that, automatically, I'm like, oh, this girl's my friend now because... I feel like that's kind of how it worked in Ghana. Like, it was just so easy to be to make friends. There weren't any, like, cliques. Everybody was just together, I think. And maybe that's a cultural thing. Um, but I had to learn quickly that just because somebody is assigned to show you around doesn't mean that they want to hang out with you. It just lasted for so long. It lasted all through middle school. I remember not wanting to go to school. Literally remember like being in tears one morning telling my mom, I don't want to go to school. Like everyone is so mean to me. Nobody talks to me. Everybody acts like I'm just either not there or just like a bother, you know? And nobody was really trying to be my friend. Like I, I feel like I remember people being so mean to me. <laughs> I do. I guess towards the end, it kind of got better because I, you know, towards the end of eighth grade, I started to prove myself, and I'm putting this in quotes, prove myself to people that I had always been trying to prove myself to, like, hey, I'm worthy of being your friend. Like, why is everyone treating me like I'm so weird and strange and crazy? So... I spent like three years trying to make myself seen and heard and prove myself 
worthy of being, you know, of being befriended. And it starts to pay off a little bit in um, eighth grade, towards eighth grade, seventh grade, a little bit. But, like, it still just felt like I was still alone. I don't know how to explain it. High school came along, and high school was kind of a similar experience, just a little bit better because people are more mature now and they don't really care. But same with high school, I really wasn't, like, in with the in crowd, which is fun. Like, it's fine. I don't, I didn't care to be in with the popular people or anything. I did find myself in a lot of different friendships, and it was just, like, one friendship after the other after the other. None of them were really long-lasting. They were just mostly, like, seasonal. And I did have a couple friends that, like, lasted me through high school, so that was amazing. By by senior year, I felt like I felt like I had just like a solid one, two, three friends. I I wasn't like any group of friends, but it was like you know I had a couple friends here and there, and they were good friends. It was good. It was nice to spend time with people. Like they were very dear to me. They still are very dear to me. But then college happened. And I moved away from college and I just kind of like lost touch with them or with like the people that I was friends with in high school. And it just, you know, just communication just started slowly, slowly, slowly dying down. It sucks when like everyone that you were friends with is like all still friends and you just feel like the odd one out, even though you didn't mean to make yourself the odd one out. It just kind of happened that way where like you go away and you come back and like you're just like out of the jokes like you just are out of it you don't know what's going on with anybody anymore um you're just out of the loop yeah that's what I mean out of the loop but I've always had genuine one-to-one friendships like whenever I call up a friend and we chat it feels good it feels comforting it feels lovely I feel like I have friends but I think college was the worst of it for me. Um, the feeling of being alone st- while you're still in a group of people was so persistent. I feel like nobody, <laughs> I'm going to sound so cringy, but I genuinely feel like nobody sees the way I see. Nobody understands me nobody like gets me and when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I, I, it's hard to say these things without feeling like, oh, you're victimizing yourself because I'm not, I don't, I'm not a victim. Like I'm just definitely not a victim, but it's just, this is a feeling that I have is that I'm just never really important in a group. 
um, I feel important when I have a single friend here and there. But when it comes to friend groups, and friend groups are so, like, popular, especially in college. And in college, I, like, was in, like, so many different friend groups because I never felt safe and secure and accepted in one place. Like, I just didn't. I didn't. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why. I don't think anybody was doing it intentionally. I I doubt anybody was doing it intentionally. But it's just what I got. You know what I mean? I didn't feel important enough for any group of people. And maybe if I had stuck it out with, like, one group and just be like, okay, I want to be friends with these people. And then maybe I would have created the bond that I'm looking for. But it just never came. It never came. I always felt like the odd one out. I always felt like I didn't understand anybody and nobody understood me. And I just, it, I didn't feel really welcomed. And that played out very badly. Like, that played out very badly because I ended up just falling out with every group of friends and you're probably thinking okay Karen if you're falling out with everybody you're the problem and maybe you're right <laughs> I probably am or I probably was the problem but I don't think I was trying to be problematic it just I just didn't feel loved and accepted and secure and when you don't have that feeling in a friend group it's hard to like be like I want to give this friendship my all because you don't feel like you're getting them back. You don't feel like you're getting that reciprocation. That's the word. It was never reciprocated, the type of friendship that I was looking for. And I think I was looking for them in these friendship groups because that's what felt like, okay, this is what is right. Like, you know, you always want just a group of girlfriends that you can just hang out with and chat maybe not all girls maybe like a co-ed I don't know whatever but you just want a group of friends that like you just like these are my friends right and you guys hang out and talk to each other and do friendsgivings and attend each other's birthdays like you know I, I was looking for that and I feel like I never found it And I don't know if my expectations were too high or I just wasn't maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I just, I didn't find it. I found a lot of love and joy in the couple friends that I made in college. Um, But I never just felt in anywhere. And it's a very lonely feeling when you don't feel in anywhere when you are in a group of people and there's laughter and there's smiles and there's conversation and yet you feel so like alone like and you feel just unseen and unheard and unimportant and not valued and this is a feeling that I've had all the time it's been so persistent ever since I moved to America every single friend group I have um, and, uh, I don't know, it's just like, 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I've just been reflecting on that recently because I feel like now I don't even know what the definition of a friend is. You know what I mean? Like, what is a friend? What counts as a friend? Am I a friend? Like, am I being a good friend? Are they being a good friend? Like, I the word friendship is just so touchy for me because it just comes with a lot of pain and like sadness and just like no sense of belonging and I feel like I've carried this feeling with me um for so long that it probably has tainted my view on on friend groups and now I don't even know how to be in one now I don't even know if I want to be in one I mean I probably want to be in one if I'm sitting here being sad about not getting invited to a friend's giving um but it's also so stupid because this time of my life moving to New York City never ever feeling that I have been really like accepted anywhere that feeling <laughs> that is the worst feeling to carry with you to a new city because this is like the loneliest I have ever been in New York City it's so hard to make friends um and I am every day more and more losing touch with the friendships that I've made along the way, you know? I've made some really strong, valuable, beautiful friendships through high school, through college. And they're few and far in between, but they're the like, you know, it's just general knowledge, like quantity over qua no, quality. Quality over quantity, right? So I'm sitting here talking about how I've never really been in a friend group but then you know somebody will just be like Karen um friend groups are not important just cherish the friends that you have now and it's good advice it's a great advice it's great advice but I am now losing touch with all these friendships that I've built along the way so now I'm like okay I don't even care that I've I feel like I don't, I feel like I didn't find, or I feel like I never belonged. I don't even care about that. I don't care about, I don't care about the feeling of striving to be in a friend group anymore. Like, groups don't matter to me now. I just care about the one-on-one -on -one connections that I have with people. Maybe that's what a friend group is. Maybe a friend group is just everyone having one-on-one -on -one connections with each other. But then it's just like the same circle. <laughs> um, but I had a great I had a great friend group back at home in Lemonster. Um, I don't want to say that I didn't. I've never because it sounds like I haven't. But the feeling of just being alone in that still persisted to this like it still persisted and I just felt like nobody really cared about me you know what I mean um 
and maybe a couple of people did, but like in the grand scheme of things, and I probably became unbearable at some point um, in the past couple years. <laughs> so I don't blame anybody for not caring because I probably cared way too much about myself and to the point where it was unbearable to be around. Um, so if you felt that way, I'm sorry. But yeah, I think I'm just going to be honest and say that I just didn't ever feel cared for in a friend group, but I did feel cared for in these one-on-one friendships that I, I, you know, made that are still constant to this day. But moving to a new city is actually the worst (laughs) in this aspect because now I am nowhere near any of these single individual friendships that I've made. Um, we don't talk as much. I don't know what's going on in their lives. They don't know what's going on in mine. Everyone's busy. Nobody has time to talk. I can't just like drive up to anybody's house like like I used to or like just be like, hey, do you want to go get lunch? So it's hard. And it brings me a lot of sadness and it's just a very sore spot because I never feel or I never know if I'm doing the right thing in a friendship. Um, I feel like I'm starting to even lose sight of what a friend is because I'll think that I have a friend and then I really realize like I don't. Or maybe somebody thinks that they have a friend in me and then maybe I act like they're not my friend. I don't know what the word friend means. Like, we went out to coffee or maybe we went out to lunch and we slide up on each other's Instagram stories and comment. Are we friends? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just, if you're my roommate, are we friends? Like, if you're my coworker, are we friends? (laughs) Like, what is friend? You know what I mean? What is that word? I don't know what that word really entails. I don't know the the roles and responsibilities that that word brings. I don't know if I'm playing my part right in the people that look to me as a friend. Am I playing the friend part right? Are they being a friend to me? Because sometimes... I'm like, is this person my friend? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. And there's so much talk on TikTok about how hard it is to make friends in your 20s. And I think I'm experiencing that now because all my friends that I've made are far from me. I will not get to see them much or at all. I'm starting to realize that a lot of friendships I've I've made are seasonal not everybody is going to be in my life forever and not everybody's going to be like a lifelong best friend and that sometimes friendships are just for a period of your time you know what I mean a period in time of your life like in this period that was my friend and you grow and you change seasons and you change periods of your lives and is just not the same, you know what I mean? It kind of similar to the podcast I made when I said that um when the music changes so does the dance. 
I think that refers to friendships as well. As much as I I want to hold everyone so close and I'm really trying to like cling on to all these friendships that I have near and dear to my heart, it's just there's no denying that we're not as close, you know? There's no denying that we're not as close. And there's no denying that, I don't know, will we ever be as close as we were? It's just really sad. It's just really sad because I just want to be as close as I was with everyone always, forever. But that's just not how life works. And now I'm in this city. And it feels... (laughs) Sorry. There's no way I'm crying on a podcast. That's ridiculous. But it feels like I just have to start from scratch. And I don't even know what that looks like. Like, where am I going to find friends? (laughs) Um, Yeah, where am I going to find them? Because I'm spending all my days at work. It's really starting to bother me because I feel like I don't have time for anything else. I feel like I've already said that on this podcast. But it truly feels like I have no time for myself. Like, this weekend, I... Or today, actually, Saturday... I well it's technically Sunday now because it's 1 a.m but Saturday yesterday I came home and I sat in bed and I was like wow it feels like I have not been in this room like I looked around my room and I'm like wait this is my room like this is my room why am I never in here (laughs) and it's because I'm always at work I wake up I get ready for work I come back I sleep I wake up I go get ready for work and Obviously, um, <laughs> I didn't want to be doing that. So I wanted to be waking up in my room all day, doing my own things and just not having to leave my house. Or if I did, it would be just like on my own terms. You know what I mean? Um, But I do like my job. So let me not complain. I did pray for this and I wanted this. But it's like, where am I going to find friends? <laughs> Because I'm just, you know, and then on the weekends, I'm tired. Like this Saturday, I had to clean my room, do laundry, clean my apartment, do groceries, like rest. And then on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to rest. Like when am I going to get time to even look for friends and make friends? And it's also so weird making friends because like everyone is just like, I just feel like nobody thinks the way that I do and everyone is just a little quirky in their own way and I'm just quirky in my own way that energies are ever, never, or okay, energies are rarely aligned. Like, I will see someone and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be friends with them. I slide up, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let's hang out. I know you're in NYC. And they're like, sure. And then we never hang out. Or either they're like super interested in being my friend and I'm like uh, I don't know like I don't think we'll vibe or I think we'll vibe and then we hang out and I'm like ooh, we actually don't vibe like energies are just rarely aligned I think I just need to find a church <laughs> and as God for community um I think the overall message of this podcast is that I want community and I feel alone, and I want a community, basically, and I feel like I have nobody, 
and I just feel isolated and lonely and I'm not trying to make you sad but maybe you can relate and I just feel like like I'm on like a desert like an isolated desert that I see people around but their hearts are grasp you know what I mean and this is New York City there's so many people in New York City there's so many people I know that I would be amazing friends with like I don't really know them but like you know there's so many people in the city that I'm like I feel like I will meet people or a community where groups are like vision is aligned you know morals are aligned energy is aligned hearts are aligned it's reciprocated and we just are on the same agenda and nobody's actually like weird <laughs> because sometimes you think like oh I found a friend like oh my gosh I love this person and then they do something completely out of the blue that's like what like and you you feel like you got switched um or somebody switched them out for like another version of themselves that's very super specific but you know what i mean like you just never know people's like intentions or motives um and it's just hard to find connection like true deep genuine connection is rare and i've been looking for it for so long in groups of people and maybe i shouldn't be looking for it in groups of people but like groups of people would be nice um and i did find true genuine connections and then i moved away the same way i moved from ghana to america it's kind of like moving from massachusetts to new york all my true genuine connections are now far away and it feels like i can't keep up with anybody and it feels like nobody can keep up with me either and i'm losing the connections and i have to feel like i have to make new ones and i don't have time for that or i don't even know where to go and even if i try it just feels like it's hard to come across those true genuine friend connections end of story <laughs> so yeah that's why this weekend or today has been sad for me because i'm seeing all these friend groups and i feel very like a one man person right now um i do talk to some of my friends back home once in a while i just got off like an hour long facetime call with my friend grace which was much needed and i think i'm just starting to learn as i grow older that you know you're not you're not going to be accepted everywhere um sometimes friendships are seasonal and it really does not even matter like if you're in a group setting or not just having genuine true friends and true connections is important and it's rare and it's def- it's needed for your soul. We need people. People need people. You cannot do this life thing on your own. Um but you know, I feel like no one's really checking up on me. I'm not really checking up on anyone. Um I'm trying to but 
it just I I can just slowly see all these connections I made. They're just like slowly like leaving my grasp. You know what I mean? I can't, I don't have a grasp on these people anymore, and it's sad. Um, and then there's a lot of people that I have been friends with. I used to be friends with that. I'm just like now watching from afar. You know what I mean? Still keep keeping up with their lives on socials, but like it's just never the same, you know. Um, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of people that were just friends for just like a month, <laughs> just really seasonal. And I've always felt kind of sad about the fact that I don't have someone that I can be like, oh, we've been friends for like years, or we've been friends for like since we were six, or you know what I mean. Because I moved away in from Ghana and then like moved away from to college and now moving to New York City, it's like I can't I, I there's no consistency. It feels like there's no consistency in my community and in in the people that I'm surrounded with, even boiling down to church, like there's no consistency in that and I feel like I have to rebuild all over again um I'm learning that it's not easy it's kind of hard for everybody not everyone's meant to stay in your life forever which is something I have to really understand and just let go um also let go of friendships that are not serving you um and then people will let go of you if you're not serving them too which is totally fine it doesn't make it any less sad, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I told you guys I don't have any solutions. I just wanted to rant today. I don't have any solutions. Um and I didn't make mean to make you sad if I did. But it's just something that's been bothering me for a while now is just feeling disconnected from people. And I just want to feel connected. You know what I mean? I just want to feel connected. And I want to feel like I have community around me. And I want to feel safe and loved and seen and heard and understood and felt. I can see one or two friendships already forming in New York City, which I I love. I'm very excited about. But it still doesn't make, you know, it's sad that I'm losing the connections and friendships that I've I had back home or in high school or just anything. Anytime I lose a friend or a connection, I'm just like, dang, that's sad. Yeah, it just feels like I'm starting from square one again. And it brings me to tears. <laughs> um, Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. There's no, like, moral of the story, I guess. Moral of the story is that this is friendships in your 20s. And people are at different stages of their lives or in different cities. And I don't know. I've always just envied people who had a girlfriend group. I feel like I never had that. Or if I if I did, I just, I just didn't feel like I was in it. I think maybe it felt like I was just hanging around people who were in a friend group. But I wasn't in it. <laughs> and I don't know if that was my brain just telling me things. Um, cause sometimes your brain, you know, tells you things that are not true and then 
you manifest them into being real. So I don't know. But I also don't want to gaslight myself. Like, what I felt is what I felt. Yeah, I've always just been a little sad and jealous of, you know, friend girlfriend groups that I always see. And I always wish I had one, and I just never did, I don't think. <laughs> Except for when I was 11. I don't know. Um, Pray for me <laughs> that I find friendship and especially female friendships they're so important and community and that's you know i know how to be a friend (laughs) and i know how to identify a friend because that's also important yeah i guess i'm it's gonna be something that's gonna take a while i'm fine with it i will be sad but i'm fine with it ultimately like (sighs) there's nothing i can do so yeah this was depressing. <laughs> um, I'm trying to end it on a happy note. I have friends. I do. Um, we just don't talk as much. <laughs> um, and I still love them all dearly. And I'm I'm trying to make friends. I think I'm succeeding. I've made one or two in New York City. So um, I'm happy about that. And I... You know, I am hoping to find a community that I will feel like I'm in, you know, and I won't feel like lonely in it or isolated in it, and that, that I will feel a part of it. And if you are feeling the same way, I will be praying for these things for you, too, for everyone who's feeling this way. Um, and I always just like I know that I have a friend in Jesus and he's with me everywhere I go and he comforts me and he guides me so that's what helps (laughs) and my family as of course yeah well that's the end of it I'm glad I got this all out I will not need to be signing up for therapy anytime soon as long as I have welcome to the kingdom (laughs) I love you I didn't do what I'm welcoming and excluding this week um, because I'm too emotional. But I'll see you next week. And I'll see you in my next episode. And thank you. Oh, also, I want to say thank you for all the support I got on my last episode about weed. It's been um, it's been a weird. It's a weird time of my life. Yeah, it's a weird time of my life. But thank you guys for all your kind and encouraging words. That was really nice. I was really nervous to post it. But I think it went well. Um, But know that I'm doing good, okay? I'm okay. (laughs) I'm okay. I'll probably be diving into that topic of, like, falling in and out of, you know, sin or things that you didn't want to do. Not You know, that whole, like, thing. Because... Yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. But I love you. And I'll be talking to you in my next episode. Bye-bye. Mwah.